the Potterskew Podcast. I am CJ with me as always is my head roller mate Rico. What's up, man? It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. Bleh. Oh, this is going to be a long one or a short one. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be either an inch or a mile. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. What's going but on? But the most important thing is family is important. Family is the most important thing ever. See, I, listen, we'll, we'll get into all of this in a minute, but I actually thought that'd be the one, like, the, the thing you would, like, kind of latch on to because you are about family, and Italians right. very much are about family. So You know, all right, look, you got me. I, I happen to like that aspect of fucking Dom Toretto, but... I mean, I, I'm all for it until they fucking introduce, introduce his fucking brother and he literally turned his back on fucking family. Like, well, yeah, on, but he also on one of... hand, I can I can understand that's why he clings to that motto so much, because he fucking, you know, he no longer sees John Cena, so to speak. <laughs> you did that. I did that. That's a uh, that's a thing that you did. You, you did I did that. that. I'm not even a wrestling fan. I just know that it's a meme. Uh, all right, uh, look. The okay. most the you have to pat yourself on the back. All right, buddy. We are here. We are going to be talking about the Fast and the Furious saga. And it's uh, and it's the last movie franchise I'm going to get to pick for the remainder of the year. I don't know about that. <laughs> I just look. I I see. Background. You actually gave me an out. You said, look, we don't have to do a couple this. of times. I, and I kept yeah. saying no, because yeah. my my point of view is one, I try to stick to what I agree to. I try to be a man of my word. I, if I say let's do something or we will do something right. and you specifically ask for it, then all right, fuck, I'll do it. Like uh, it's it's good. And, and another reason is. It's good for me to get out of my comfort zone in True. terms of watching movies. True. You know, I, I is this my genre? Fuck no. <laughs> but now I could say I've seen them, and now I could say I don't need to see them again until maybe like the tenth one. Tenth one out. that's coming yeah. out, and they're splitting the tenth one into two parts. I don't know if oh, you I, noticed I, that. Really, I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Okay. Um, um, oh no, this is interesting. Apparently. There's also going to be a all woman version, which it does not say specifically, but I think it's going to be like I would assume if they're going to be smart about it, it would be Letty and Mia and mm-hmm. and Ramsey and whoever else. Which uh, the the new the new girl also they included uh, that uh, Han was oh. Uh, um, yeah, uh, what is her name? Mel, Mel, I think. I don't know the the fucking key. You know, I've only she's... seen I've only seen nine twice, so I'm still getting familiar with that one. Particular L, I was close. L, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other reason why I agreed to it is well, there's a gun. There's multiple reasons why I agreed and stuck it out. Is another one is we've been promoting it, and I didn't want it to fucking be like that. I couldn't handle some fucking <laughs> aggro movies. Uh, you know, and then and then ultimately the 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 real reason is that I was already halfway through them. I'm like, I'm not fucking doing this again in a couple months. No, no, like, no. I no. If if you had taken the out, it would have been dead. No, no, I wouldn't. Know. I would no, and I, I wouldn't want to do that to you because 
you know, you and I, we, we do pick our fucking topics, but let's be honest. I kind of tend to pick like three quarters of them. Sure. So, you know, I'm trying to fucking, you know, do you a solid. And I know you like these movies. Yeah. And which brings me to my first fucking question. How the fuck do you like these movies? (laughs) Thanks, buddy. No, no, no. I'm legitimately asking. Well, I mean, it's 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 a it's a number of things, right? So, I mean, I I I like cars. I've always been a car mm-hmm. person. So, so you know, it, when you're talking the first Fast and the Furious, it's it's street racers. That's that's all. I mean, yes, there's the robberies, and we can get into the minutia of the story in a bit. But the the bulk of that story is about street racing, really. I mm-hmm. mean, if you think yeah. about it, so. You know, and that's that's one of only three I've seen in theaters. I saw that one in theaters, like, and mm-hmm. I want to say, like, opening weekend. That was, like, one of those things my friends were like, we're going and we're dragging your ass to the movies. You <laughs> we're know? drag racing your ass to the, to the fucking movies? Well, yeah, but I didn't even really know anything about it. I, honestly, mm-hmm. going into the, that was not a, it was not like, oh, Fast and Furious is out. I want to go see it. Like, it was like, oh, okay, it's a car racing movie. I'm kind of into, I'm into that shit, so I'll watch it, sure. you know. And, and then I watched it, and I was like, oh. <laughs> right. And, I mean, I, I honestly cannot tell you how many times I've seen one up to this point. Because there was a point, my, my, my buddy, um, Don, I'm pretty sure I can say his name. I think he's okay with it. And that's a, I know it's ironic because it's close. But mm-hmm. uh, he... He practically lived with me in my first apartment like 20 years ago. Um, he technically was not my roommate, but he spent so much time there. He basically he should have he paid rent is what you're saying. Well, you know, as much as he paid for in beer and food, it kind of evened out. So I'm not going to. Yeah, that's whatever. But uh, okay. no, dude, he showed up like every day with two cases of Corona and like 15 double cheeseburgers from McDonald's. Cause back then they were like 80 cents a piece. So I, I'm, I'm more intrigued by the fact that he, his name is Don close to Dom and he was always bringing over Corona. Well, that's, I, yeah, I think those are just, I really genuinely think those are good. He was from Southern California originally. So, I mean, so, so no, Dom. I mean like San Diego, Southern uh, California. That, that, that's Southern California. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, South, South, yeah, not, not LA, South California. So, Got it. um, uh, so I, it, I think those are just all happy coincidences, really, but you know. All right. So I'll buy the first movie. Like the movie, the first movie is number one on my list. Well, should we, should we, should we rank the, yeah, let's rank these and then we'll talk about it. All right. So, so you go for you, you go first. No, right? no, 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 no. I want you to go first. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I already know we're not the same on number one. So. Okay. I know that already. Uh, for me, it's five, seven, three, one, eight. Hobbs and Shaw, nine, four, six, two. Okay. I mean, you know, here's the thing. I I think our ranking is 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 definitely very different. But I admittedly, because a lot of the later ones I've only seen once. Sure. Um, I sometimes I think I'm gonna have to I'm gonna confuse certain films with one another. Okay. Um. So you'll have to bear with me. I actually even forgot to fucking put five in here. Um, give me one second. I'm going to put that right. You may or may not remember, but five is one. And we'll talk about it again when we get there. But we talked about five on the Pirates of Caribbean episode. We did? Yes, oh, we did. that's right. Of the fucking the safe. Yep. Um, okay. So my ranking, you're, you're really going to fucking laugh. Uh, one. Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. 
five. Okay. Four. Four is fast and fierce one where Dom comes back after. Right. Okay. Oh, no, I'm, uh, you, the way you said it, I was just trying to remind you what it was. Uh, six. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to remember the fucking plots of all of them. Uh, nine. Look, I'm going to be, before I even continue, I'm not a fan of most of these movies, but I can find the good in some of them. So that's right. why something, but ultimately they're all the same goddamn movies as far as I'm concerned. So uh, six, nine. Eight, seven, two, and three. Okay. So. All right. I mean, hey, man, small listen, victories. For, you got for, me to for, at least for, put a rank. For, <laughs> listen, for, for the record, most people would have three and two exactly where you have them. Maybe just flip-flopped. Mm-hmm. Well, I looked it up. Three has got a big cultural rise. Like, people are now appreciating it for what it is. I just don't. Now, because of where it ties in. But when 3 came out, it did not get a lot of love. It's one of the reasons why they got Vin Diesel to come back. Because I think they really pressed him and were like, dude. You know, like... Oh, they got poor test screenings and they begged him to... It's actually really funny. They got him to come back to film that little cameo. Mm -hmm. And he, instead of paying him, he requested for the rights for Riddick. Vin Diesel owns the Riddick franchise. Because of that, what, three-minute cameo? And he also, also, I mean, he's a producer on all of them from, like, four on. Yeah. Including Hobbs and Shaw. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's a producer on Hobbs uh, um, and Shaw. I have to check. I can check, but I'm pretty sure he's a producer. I know he's not in the movie, but, you know. Well, we'll get to that whole kerfluffle, because there's a lot of tension and shit in that movie. Oh, well, that, what, Hobbs and Shaw? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I know there's tension from eight with um, Dwayne Johnson and and uh, Vin Diesel, which is exactly why Hobbs well, because, is not in. But it's in, because of Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, well, there was tension going into Hobbs and Shaw too, though. Like that had been right. going on for a minute now. So, all right. So F one. Um, <laughs> listen, I I liked F one. I just liked it when it was Point Break. You know, it's the same. Yeah, I mean, movie. I can't, I can't argue with that. Sure. I mean, we really, honestly, they should have called Fast and the Furious just Handbrake. Do you know why? Because there's no point. What? They should, it's, they should have called Fast and the Furious oh, Handbrake because oh, there is oh, no point oh, in the title. Was, that's which brings me to the titles. Can we list off this fucking? Fucking dyslexic, out of its mind, ADD, bipolar fucking titles. No, because I have no problem with them, and I know you probably hate every ounce of every one of them, with the exception of the first one, probably. Why do you not have a problem with this? Because it's it's it. I like that. First off, the the irony here for me. Um, and sorry, I was just looking up the producers. I was wrong. Vin Diesel is not a producer in Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Statham and, and Dwayne Johnson are, but not, mm-hmm. not, uh, Vin. Anyway, um, I, I'm going back to the conversation we had last episode about Mission Impossible. Like, the thing that you hated about 1, 2, and 3 in terms of titles is the fact that they're called 1, 2, 3 and not Mission Impossible subtitle whatever. Except the first, one, as... the first one you're okay with because it's the first one, but after that, right. you know, you feel like... You don't like the two, three. You wish it was something else, right? I, 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 I wouldn't go as far as to say I hate it. I just no, wish well, they okay, would have chosen one well, or the other. That's you know, what call I'm it 
numbers or call it, you know, No, but you specifically said on the recording that you would have preferred them to go with subtitles over the numbers. You did say that. Okay, so, well, if that's what I said, then that's what I meant. Yeah, but. I'm not, and I get your point about going one way or the other, but you specifically did mention that you would have preferred sure. the subtitles. And so, at least with this, they're not just doing Fast and Furious 1, Fast and Furious 2, Fast and Furious 3. Like, they are trying different things. They are throwing a number in most of them, but it's not just Fast and Furious 6. It's... Actually, I think that one is by That irony, one is but, Fast and the Furious but, 6. But I mean, like, the one before it is Fast 5, you know, and then you got Furious 7, Fate of the Furious, you know. Uh, and, and, and the joke is fate is because there's a number fucking eight in the word fate. Well, so it's, it's, which it's not spelled that way, but sure, yeah. But you get well, that some, some covers it. have it as that. Some uh, covers have it as F8. Uh, well... No, I mean the one that the, the the cover art does, but the title of the film is Fate of the Furious, F A T E, right. not F number eight. It's right, it, yeah. But um, then you get to fucking F nine, where they just don't even care. They just said F nine, fuck it. But it, but te- but see, even then, it's F nine, the Fast Saga. Like that's the title of the film. So at least True. they give you the the subtitle there that you like. You know what I mean? But isn't this technically called the Fast Saga? The on the I, whole. On a I whole? mean, at this point, probably so. But I also here here's the big. You know, I was gonna say the biggest problem with the franchise, but I highly think you'll disagree with that sentence. But mm-hmm. the the biggest thing that I see as a problem is that every one of these they suspect is the last one. They 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 shoot it like they're not, with the exception of maybe nine. They kind of shoot it as if as if it doesn't get another one made, then they can stop the story right there. And if it does make another one, then great, we can keep going. You know? I, don't, I don't agree with that. I think after five, they were like, we're fucking cranking these out like every every other year. This is like the the gearhead Star Wars. Like you're going to get a new one every three fucking or like the MCU. Like it's closer you know, to the MCU. It's than closer it is, to the yeah. fucking. I really fucking hope there's not 25 of these motherfuckers. That's all I'll say. <laughs> there might be. I mean... No, I, I heard that the, that 10, even though it's going to be split into two, is going to be the end of the franchise with the exception of the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff films, which they're trying to make at least one more sequel. See, but there's a whole lot of ways to take this too. Like right. And one of the other things that I, since uh, for the audience, but peek behind the curtain, we're not, we're recording on an off day for us. Not a, not a typical day. And so Mm -hmm. we actually had two extra days. Um, We were supposed to have one and we ended up with two extra days to between when we would normally record. And so I ended up even watching three, like five, five or six episodes of Fast and Furious Spy Racers, which is this animated. I think it's supposed to be a kid series, but I don't give a fuck. It's pretty fucking good. Sure. Um, and it's Dom's cousin and his crew working. The, the cousin in Brazil? No, or... no, no, completely new character named Tony okay. Toretto. Um, okay. who. Who he's at? I would say he's about 18, 19 years old. He's got a crew of people that he hangs out with. One of them is a kid who's like thirteen, and then the rest are closer to his age. And okay, they're working for the agency that Mister Nobody works for, but they're working for his colleague Miss Nowhere. Okay. It's it's meant to be a kid show. It is. I got it. Meant to be a kid the, show. So I, I found it funny that like they cast fucking Kurt Russell who played Ego, and there's like a planet called Nowhere, and he's like, all this nobody and nowhere shit is just really <laughs> fun. Also, yeah. before I mean, we'll get there, but like, 
they fucking gave up looking for him in the ninth film. Um, yeah, and I was uh, th- there's some disjointment in nine. That's why I have it as low as I do because I really wanted to like that movie, and mm-hmm. even I have some moments where I'm like, really, guys, like. Well, all right. Well, let me let me ask you this, just point blank. Like, I I know you're a gearhead. Yeah. And I I understand. I am the odd man out. And I know even guys like Chris fucking love movies. And I I know movie like guys love these fucking movies. So sure. I am the anomaly. But you're not a guy. Like, so I am I am a guy, but I I'm I'm just hetero male. That's it. I'm not like <laughs> like I. I think I'm. I'm. The, well, that's what I mean by is... you're not a guy. You're not a sports buff. You're not a car. You're not a gearhead. Like I'm not. I'm not discrediting no, no, you're right. you. I'm just. But you're not in that. In that. That guy. Quote. I'm using air quotes for the audience. Right. You know. You're not. I'm not a that. bro. You know. No. No. Like. You know. I didn't fucking. I wasn't in a frat. I don't fucking go. Well, neither I was I. Care. But I mean, the fact that the only thing. The only thing that that I remember know you do that. Like you used to run around, you know, like shooting fake guns with Michael, you know, and and sent obviously real guns at some point when you were out on the land or whatever. But I mean, like, like that story you told, that's about as close to a a guy that you get, you know, um, that I know of anyway. I mean, then drinking and hanging out, you know, stuff like that. I'm trying to think of, I mean, I mean, the probably the most aggro male bullshit thing I've done is probably like like been involved in fights with other people that are like on cocaine and like alcohol and sure. Other, like, sure. Yeah. Like when you, like, the, yeah, you told that story about that guy on his birthday, who got all happy about getting his ass kicked. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, that was fast and furious motherfucker. Like he got the shit kicked out of him. I still see him from time to time. I think I, I met him, didn't I, when I came out? There? I, we, point, I, I point him out to you. Yeah. I you think didn't we meet saw, him. We meet saw him. him. He was, right. Yeah. Yeah, he was working at a place where you got a really good breakfast burrito. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. So I I understand that I'm the odd man out. And I think I'm also just, I'm a bit of a movie snob. Really? No. I mean, I, I can admit it. I, I'm aware of these things. <laughs> and and my ego is kind of like, I look at these films Nowhere? and I'm like, look. My, what? Fuck you. <laughs> My ego is somewhere for sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll point that out. But it's, I'm, I look at these films and I'm like, listen, I get it. Just like the Western genre, I think has been overplayed. I think the I can genre? understand some, like, like any genre. Like, oh, you know, well, I didn't hear things, what you said. That's all, yeah. I think there are some genres that are just like I'll find fine. Like it's not that I don't like action movies. Sure, it's that at least the action movies that I like try to actually make a fucking movie like a real like a quote-unquote film and i think uh, i think a a good chunk of these films where they just it's like they're trying to be realistic but they're not fully embracing their ridiculousness and i think it's inconsistent there's a lot of plot holes and there's all of them kind of look like a goddamn pit bull pit bull music video there's fucking cars there's weird slow-mo fucking camera angles there's a plethora of hoochie asses. I'm, I, look, I love a good booty, but like, get on with the fucking movie. Like, See, every this, goddamn movie is just a this, jiggly bubble butt. This is gonna be, this is gonna sound worse than I intended. So please, and you know me better, but still, there's mm. one scene I remember from the second one that I thought 
if Rico catches this, because it's a, it's an in and an out scene. It's not one of the main characters, right? Mm-hmm. But if Rico catches this, he might dig it, because there, there's a scene where they're kind of doing like a, it's a pan over the crowd before the race, and okay. the opening race, the first race that that um, Brian gets called into last second, right? Right. And there is a big fat dude just getting his swerve on dancing. Like the dude's got to be like five hundred pounds. The dude is huge. Yeah. And he's got some moves for a big dude. I always because I always notice him, and I'm like, "You do you, homie." Like I ain't even mad. Chris just, Farley lived, man. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, this is this this dude's. I think uh, either African American or Mexican, but or Hispanic. But I mean, uh, so either way, uh, it it. I don't know. It just, it just. I, but I was like, like I, I saw you not like identifying with the guy, but being like, oh, you do, you like you were just saying about Farley, uh, yeah. like you know what I mean, like you know, like. I mean, look, I, I will ign- just like we were talking about, like what, uh, uh, fucking uh, coming to America. Yes. it looks like they're having fun. Turns out some of the cast members are not having fun off, you know, off screen. They also, but it looks like they're having fun. It's also, but it's also. We've said that about a couple of franchises since we saw Coming to America. You know, right, like, but that's the one I had on the top of my no, head. No, 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 so. no. I, my, my point for saying that is not to criticize you picking that one. It is to say that all the ones we've used that example for since then have done it better than Coming to America, including this. I mean, again, I... I, I stand by what i said there are parts of each film that i'm like fine that's entertaining the family aspect is fine but the i can't i i cannot drop the fucking like plot hole bullshit and the fucking the the absolute impossibility that any of these motherfuckers would survive half of what they do um I mean, some of it, some of it, I, I, some of that in terms of the survival question, I have to agree with. But other, other things, knowing cars like I do, knowing race cars like I do, I could, I can argue probably against your it, question. It's, it's you know? not so much like the cars themselves. It's, it's just the ridiculous stunts that, like, look, I'll, perfect example. I think it's, it's seven. Where and I I texted you this and and you and I had like a mini fucking argument about this where I was like oh you mean the one where Vin Diesel fucking causes an earthquake and you're like oh no it's the debris not an was earthquake um I'm sorry he the the fucking roof is like cracked at best no it's does... more than cracked I will pull the fucking scene up right now if I have please to. please fucking don't he look either way it's not fucking possible that he can stop really hard and and then have Jason Statham cave in and have him not also cave in like at least have him fall like if you're going to do something as look oh my god the fact that fucking Vin Diesel all of a sudden knows how to fucking fight like Arrow with two goddamn wrenches in his hand and like I think I liked the pot, the, the, the whole point of the fact that they were just race, you know, they were, they were uh, street racers and then them becoming super spies. I was like, you fucking, Oh my God. What? How? Why? Why is all of a sudden ludicrous, a fucking genius hacker when he had no inkling that he was, if, if the assumption 
is for the audience to have to assume that when we're not seeing the movies, they're off taking fucking judo lessons and, and, and computer lessons. Fine. Show me a scene of Ludacris walking out of a goddamn jujitsu class and I'll believe it. But all of a sudden he kicks the fuck and just like looks like a badass. I'm like, I- I'm sorry. That is fucking ludicrous. It makes no sense. If fucking Shaw, fucking Jason Statham should have killed uh, uh, fucking Dom within 30 seconds flat. 30 seconds. No. It, yes, absolutely. No. He's, he's no. a trained assassin, and the other one is a meathead and a gearhead. That's it. It really He should have fucking been able to kill Vin Diesel in a matter of 30 seconds. Not have this overlong, drawn-out fucking flippity-flip fucking bullshit fight. All right, what did you like about the first one? Good night, everybody. No, um, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I did my goddamn homework. I, I would like to earn a grade now. F. <laughs> I, yeah, F, <laughs> F ten. Yeah. Um. If they I make it to they eleven, should, I swear they should just call the tenth one F U and just be done with it. If they make it to eleven, they gotta call it full screen. That's F F eleven full screen. Ah, okay. I like that. I, yeah. I mean, it doesn't make. I mean, it's it's a put. It's a good. Just full on, just full on furious. No, 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 full screen because that's the key you hit on the keyboard to go full screen. Anytime you needed to take a nap, full screen, you hit F eleven, and pff, there it goes. If it was a movie about Tej and fucking Ramsey, I'd hey, be all for it. Maybe it will be, you know. So, um, oh, God, who the fuck wants to see that? Oh, I'd put, I'd watch that. Tej and Ramsey <laughs> with fucking uh, Roman running his mouth in the background. I would watch. Oh the my fuck god! Out of that. If they've ever needed a fucking retire a character, it's fucking Roman. Well, they've made him too ridiculous. That's the problem. You know, like they they took him too far the one the one way. I mean, he's always been a bit of a loud mouth, even going back to Too Fast, Too Furious. But like, he's not to the level that he's at by. By the time you get to nine, you know. So yeah, he he's he's a bit. Uh, annoying, like it's so, the really nicest word. So one, you asked what I like about one. There, there, there's multiple things together for on one for me. Like mm-hmm. I knew some people that had cars like that back then too when that movie came out. So like I never made it to a street race, unfortunately. And the reason I didn't is because my friends that did do that shit were like, "Dude, we love you, but like if we do have to jet because the cops come, you're never getting out of there fast enough." Like That's true. you know, you know, you. You know, you basically would have to sit in the car the whole time and we'd have to just go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that's that's the way I, why I never got to go to because I would fucking love to have gone to that shit, you know? Sure. Um, But they also did take me out in their car. And, I mean, I've been in, I wouldn't call them races, but certainly them doing the, the streets at those speeds for sure. And mm-hmm. fuck yeah. Like, I, I, yeah. I had an Evo for a while. The car. Oh, what? That, I had an Evo for a while. The car that um, that um, uh, Shane Black. Um, why am I blanking on the character's name all of a sudden? Fuck. Um, Sean. 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 Yeah, it's the car Sean drives in Tokyo Drift once he gets to in with Hans' crew. Uh huh. I had one of those for like three years. What happened? Oh, I I got screwed over by the dealership. It's a long, stupid, boring story, but gotcha. Yeah, nothing nothing bad happened to me or the car. It, well, to me, yes, but not yeah, not driving the car. Um, right. so and man, I missed that car. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> car. 
that I, I I still have dreams of that car. Man, I did some. I did. I it's. I I had that car up to 140 miles an hour at one point, going through the backfields of Vineland, New Jersey, just flying down farmland as far as you could see, just open road. Uh, I uh, I have uh, relatives that were racers, like legit racers. So like okay. my cousin, and yeah, my cousin. Uh, when he was a kid, when I mean, we were the same age, so uh, when he, but when he was like a very young teenager, he was driving like the quarter midget uh, race cars. Okay, okay. I'm not trying to use the wrong word. I think that's what they're called. No, no, no. Speed. You're right. I, I, that that's what they. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty positive. You're right. That's what they're called. And they took me once. He had to do a race, and we got there early. And they actually modified like the speed or something so I could drive it and, but mm. not it go full of blown speed. I, yeah. They put the governor on and I drove around the track and I mean, it was just a, you know, it's a heavy duty go-kart type of car yeah, for yeah, those yeah, who yeah. don't know, but they're, they're uh, not, those cars are still fucking fast and light too. So they'll, yeah. Oh, I, I was turning like on a dime and it was fun. It was legit fun, but it was amazing. All the, the apparatuses that I had to fucking like put on, like I had to be in, I had to be strapped in and I had to have my arms like strapped in so that they didn't go out the window. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing it was a five point, five point seatbelt harness along with the arm things you're talking about. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the reason though, for those who don't know is if the car flips over that way you don't crush your own arm or rip yep. it off. Like yep. you, you can't stick it out the window essentially. Yeah. Um, and then I saw Marco uh, race it and, and it was fucking like it, it, they had taken off the fucking governor and it was just fast yeah. and furious. And, and, yeah. and, and, um, and I think like when he got a little older, he actually started driving like real fucking cars. And then I guess one day he just stopped. He still like, I got plenty of gearheads in my family, including my dad. Like he loves like, you know, talking about cars and blah, 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 blah. His brother was always into fucking racing and, and cars. And then the way my dad says it, like they, they were both religious Jehovah's witnesses and everything. But I think my uncle was still sticking to the church for a long time. Mm. And once he got out of it, he focused intently on racing as like the filler. Gotcha. He's like, I got all this free time. So yeah. what the fuck yeah. am I going to do? And then I think when he got he got cancer, he it ultimately, unfortunately, did kill him. Uh, he was like driving as fast as possible. He's like, I'm gonna fucking die. So who cares? I just want to enjoy my life. Fuck and, yeah, and, dude. Yeah. yeah. So but the problem is, yeah, people in the fucking car are like, hey, you have cancer. I don't. So I I will tell you a story. To one of those friends I told you about got us from the Jersey Shore boardwalk, not the Jersey Shore TV Jersey Shore, but the the, the actual shores. Yeah. To my apartment, it's about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour distance if you're driving like a normal person. Mm-hmm. We did it in 25 minutes. I think I told you that Michael did the same thing. He was picking me yeah. up. Yes. Yeah. He, <laughs> the, yeah. His is actually more impressive because I believe it was like an hour and a half away, I believe, or some ridiculousness. Like hour that. and some change. Yeah. yeah. And then he got there in like. 40 minutes, like 35, 40 I thought it was minutes. like 15 minutes. Well, I guess. No, it, was, it wasn't that, but it was what, ridiculously fast. Well, no, but I, if I recall the story, he called you when he called you, he was already like two thirds of the way there. So he got there in 15 minutes from the time you hung up the phone. But it, that's what I thought. It, 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 no, he called, he 
called me and he said, Hey, uh, how are you getting home to like, and I'm like, well, I'm going to take the bus back. He's like, well, I can come pick you up. I'm like, okay, sure. Um, I'll see you later. Let me know when you're almost here. And I start, and I'm literally telling my girlfriend because I was visiting her at college. Right. And I was telling her, I'm like, Hey, so Michael's going to pick me up tonight. Um, so I'm going to start packing up and like, you know, and, and she was like ready for bed cause it was late. And then I get a call. I start packing up. I'm grabbing all my stuff. I've been there for like a week. So like I had shit everywhere. And for like 20 minutes, I'm I, and then I get a call and he's just like, Hey, so, uh, get ready. I'm almost there or something so, akin to that. Yeah. And I, and I mean, I'm sure the timing was off, but like, it may have been like 30 minutes and I'm like, you're almost here. He's like, yeah. How? He's like, come on, man. Don't argue with me. Let's go. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Fuck. All right. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. Um, one, so, yeah. So, one, it, it, it's all of these things, right? It's it's the racing. It's, it's it's. I mean, you know, there's they, they don't lie. Mia is impressive. Yeah. Uh, Jordana mean, Brewster is, is, is very... I don't see enough of her. I wish she would do other shit. Sure. Yeah, because all she really does... She's done a handful of other things, but for the most part, her entire career has been Fast, fast and Furious. Fierce, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I I remember the first time I saw Jordana Brewster on, on screen, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. You know. Um, I, I have more of an affinity for Jordana than uh, Michelle uh, Rodriguez. Uh, I'm fine with either really yeah i'm sure you, know, you are so, yeah but um, you know I, I um i don't know i think michelle rodriguez i just uh, i've seen her in other things and well it's my not about opinion, yeah it's not about that i'm you know listen i'm gonna be chauvinistic for a minute i'm going strictly visual at this point you know yeah so. you're, you're going for you know the tna um but which there's not much of on either of them for that matter you know True, yeah. especially when it, it fucking slow pans on every other woman in this fucking movie. It's just like <laughs> vroom vroom booty, vroom vroom booty. That's that's like we're not calling this that. No, no. Um, I, I in all in all seriousness, I was gonna let you pick the fucking title because this is I, your yeah, thing, I and don't. if I did it, it would be kind of inappropriate. Okay, um, but I do have a suggestion. Sure. Well, we'll talk about it off air. I don't want to bore the audience with it, but yeah. So I mean, but the, the racing, I lo- I actually do. I mean, you're you're. I I don't think I've ever really thought of it this way until you said it. But you're right. It is kind of point break with with race cars instead of surf surfing. So I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Some mild. It's almost I mean, exactly the same plot. Uh. Some mild differences. I mean, like. The the racing is is really the main thing, but it's like well, it's about I mean, a. Co- well, no, but I mean, like the when. Uh, well, first off, it's not the FBI. I mean, the FBI is involved, but but Brian's not an FBI agent. You also have uh, when he gets involved with Mia. Mia is direct sibling to to Dom, whereas um, Laurie Petty's character in Point Break that I'm blanking it's on just, her name is just a friend. Yeah, actually, ex girlfriend, if you recall. Ex girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, like I said, minor, to, and, and Brian doesn't have a partner, whereas Keanu had, you know, Gary Busey throughout the thing. So, like I said, minor differences. I'm not I'm minor not, differences, but overall, the same. The plot is is the plot similar. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm certainly not trying to argue. I'm as much as just point out the the differences for the audience. But, um, sure. you know, I love him going to this to the. I actually one of my favorite scenes in the entire film has absolutely nothing to do with cars. Oh, him getting the shitty sandwiches? Yeah. 
But it's yeah. not it's not even because Jordana's on screen and and beautiful. It's because it I just like that whole interaction yeah. between her and him. You know what I mean? So no no doubt about it. Paul Walker was charming. Paul Walker was a charming actor and it's it I, I will I will absolutely give the franchise this uh reverence. They they handled Paul Walker's untimely passing with respect and love. And, and I, I have to admit it, it, they handled it as best as they could. Any movie that loses an actor. They were mid filming on six when he died. Right. I'll tell you what's fucked up is I've been to where Walker crashed, but I wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to go check it out. Right. 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 You were just there. Yeah. But, that LAX that I had, yeah, yeah, lived in that neighborhood. Well, so, and the, I mean, the thing you you talk about how they did handle the reverence, you might retract that statement in like ten seconds because the last thing I read was that they're gonna bring back Brian for ten. Oh, I, I, I that's that's an awful idea. That's I, I don't disagree with you, but they, that's, yeah, that's a they're terrible go- idea. They're gonna do what they did to finish the filming on. On six, which is have his brother brothers as a double. I think it's one for this one, but yes, yeah, for yeah, and then they're gonna and then they're gonna because they've gotten because the industry's gotten so good at the digital facing, yeah. they're gonna put Paul's face on them. Well, they used uh, Peter Jackson's technology to help, like Peter Jackson's company that does all that shit stepped in to help. Paul Walker live again, essentially. Sure, sure. And I mean, I mean, listen, I agree with you. I think they handled it well. But I mean, they're but but they're they're seeing now what's going on with like Luke and Boba Fett, and you know some of this de aging stuff. That's, yeah. You know, and they're going. We could probably put Brian O'Connor back into this franchise and and make it yeah. work. You know, I don't think they. I agree with you. Look, as much as I would love that, because I think what is missing respectively from seven, eight, nine is that dynamic between Dom and Brian. Like, I really think that's the thing that's missing. Well, he was in seven or, okay. So say eight, nine, you know, you know, what's, what's really missing for me is the dynamic between Brian and Dominic. Like you, you need that. I think that's, you know, if the franchise had stopped there because Paul died, I wouldn't have been, it would have sucked, but I, but I got it. Like you wouldn't have heard yeah. me screaming for for more. I'm glad we're getting them because I still like them, and honestly, I think they're doing okay. But it it is missing something, and for me, it's that dynamic between those two characters. So. Yeah, I I do agree. I mean, it's if they were making a sequel to Point Break, which why would you? Right. And they, you know, and they you know, and and because Swayze's dead, if they brought, but see, Swayze, here's the the, di- the difference there. I, I get, I get, I know why you're going there because Swayze passed. But the difference right. there is that in the movie, the character dies. We never see him officially die. All, I, I agree with you, but just like all the majority of the characters that quote unquote die in these franchises <laughs> and then come back, yeah, you know, which I, oh, I was, me. I was okay with Letty. I'm, I'm, I'm less on board with Han. Like, I'm glad he's back. I love Han as a character, but like. The way they did it, I was like, eh. the way they did it is absolute bullshit. Where they're trying to, they're trying to make Tokyo Drift really important and integral, and I don't buy it. 
Well, yeah, I mean, what they're trying to do is loop it into the franchise, and I think they'd already done a really good job of that just by bringing Han into the rest of it, you know, and then and yeah. then predating it by having him keep referencing ultimately ending up in Tokyo. Because if you recall, I told you to watch three after you'd watched up through, I think, six, if, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know? you, you gave me an order. Um, right. Not, I mean, you didn't order me. You gave me an order to watch. Yeah, right. No, I um, think I think the audience knew what you meant, but sure. Yeah. But but and I I would I I could uh, I could buy it if it wasn't for the fact that I'm pretty sure Japan is more technologically advanced than America, and so for everyone to have flip cell phones when it's supposed to be set in two. Well, yeah. I mean that you 14, you talk you talk well right. Well, you talk about some plot holes and that's, 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 that's part a big of it. One. Yeah, no, that's for sure. The, the argument you could make, and I'm not saying that this is it, is that Japan is behind America in a lot of other ways. Like, like, you know, like MC hammer was big in, into like the early two thousands in Japan mm-hmm. because the mu- you know, things like that, like the music doesn't get over there as quickly. Sometimes movies don't get over there as quickly, but you know, technology, it's a harder argument, but at least you could try to go on that argument that they're behind in that regard. You know, I mean, I, I'm not saying that's what I think or that I agree. I'm just telling you that that's a, a way, you know. <laughs> okay, it's hard to buy that argument when half the shit we get is from Japan, for Christ's no, sake. I, I understand. I'm not saying it's a good argument i'm saying it's an an argument Those okay it, it's an argument but you don't believe your own argument no Let's not really okay. no no okay. i'm telling you that i can, can i can make an argument for it i'm not saying uh, it's a okay yeah the the other the other the other inter- as long as we're talking about tokyo drift for just one minute the other sure. thing that like drives me nuts is uh shane what what's his name it's not shane black it's it's uh because no, shane, shane black is the shane director black is a no 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 uh hold on it's uh, I've got it right here. Hold on. Uh, too fast. No. F- Tokyo Drift. There we go. Uh, Lucas Black, Sean Lucas. Boswell. That's... Okay. Yeah. So the character Sean, who is... I, I swear they introduced him because he vaguely resembles Paul Walker. I swear it's like someone was trying to fucking like say, oh, we can't get Paul Walker. Let's draw a fucking po-punk caricature of him. So he's supposed to be 17, and when they try to tie in three with fucking six he's or seven. clearly aged, yes. Yeah, he is clearly 40 years old, and it's supposed to be the same night. And, you know, the, the, the whole Han being dead thing is like, he should have just stayed dead. Honestly, like I hate, I, I liked the character, but he should have stayed dead. Bringing yeah. all these characters back to life comes off like the most male aggressive soap opera I've ever seen. Like Letty is dead, and then she comes back and she doesn't have her fucking memory. Like it's such a soap opera amnesia plot point thing. Do you, do you want you want to hear something that's I think going to out loud make you laugh? Sure. Based solely on your argument about sh- about um about uh Sean? Lucas Black, yeah, about Sean and how how he looks. Mm-hmm. Paul Walker was was not asked to return because the studio felt he was too old. <laughs> I mean, look, man. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, based on the uh, argument you just made, that's kind of funny. He's also just. The character Shane is just such a 
or Sean. Lucas. I'm sorry. Sean. Sean's a character. Sean. Lucas okay. Is... Lucas Black plays Sean. Got it. Yes. The fucking the the dumb hillbilly Paul Walker. I'm sorry. He's just a boring character. He does everything stupid. Um. Which. I would expect from a 17-year-old. Also, sure. he bitches about getting a free trip to Japan. Go fuck yourself. Listen, Go well, fuck uh, yourself. Imagine if you, well, first off, imagine you had to move to a whole new country just on a dime. You if know. it was Japan, I wouldn't bitch. Well, some people may not feel that way about moving to Japan. That's fair. You know. But he's an idiot. That's my point. Well, okay. It's like he got a free trip to fucking go to Italy. Oh, I man. think he would have been happier gotta, going to Italy, honestly. So, I, I you know, we'll, look, we'll we'll double back to Tokyo Drift, but let's. I I do like the first one, the the first Fast and the Furious. I like that it's a detective movie. It's a cop movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like Ted Levine in almost everything he's fucking in. Is who? Oh, who's Ted Levine? He's the guy who sounds like he's the fucking his like his captain or whatever. Like you know, oh the guy with the goatee. Yeah, I I actually wish they had brought him in. More. So do I. Yeah. Um. Although I get it because he's no longer a cop, so it'd be a little hard to find a way. I also like Tom Barry, the FBI agent. That's the oh, the, the, the one who gets his fucking nose broken all the time. No, 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 no. The the, the big black guy that's the head oh, of the FBI. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, his name is Tom Barry, and I know that because he's on a couple shows I watch. So Got you know. It. But Ted Levine is is Buffalo Bill from the Sounds of the Lambs. Like, oh, was she a great big fat person? Put oh, the no shit. In the basket. No shit. Yeah. All right. See, it's amazing what a mustache fucking does, right? Yeah. Well, it's a full goatee on him. But yeah. Well, he he's been rocking a mustache for a long. I mean, he a lot Monk's... of people recognize him from Monk. Now I, I don't. I never watched Monk. So oh, Monk yeah. is great. Um, but yeah, I I. Yeah, I, I, I just, I dig the racing. I dig the dynamic with with uh, Brian and Mia. I also like, I also like, I, I, I like, like I said, I like that dyna- dynamic between Dom and Brian. Yeah. I just do. I, it, I don't know what it is. There's something about that dynamic that, that really just entertains the shit out of me. I could give, I like Letty. I could really give a crap about Vince. Or Jesse or Leon, which is why you never see Leon just fucks off for. I don't even exist. remember Leon. Who the fuck Leon's the guy that says streets closed, pizza boy, go find the way home, and then he's also the one that's like when when they're at the end, and he's like he doubles back, and and during the fight at the at the grocery store, he's like I like his haircut, like he, yeah, he's just yeah, a, yeah. He, you know, he's he's. Pretty much a forgettable character. Jesse unfortunately gets killed, so that's why you don't I, see I him like again. Jesse. I thought he was. I, I, I sympathized with him. I no, I, I get it. I'm with you, and and I do actually like that in nine, both him and Vince get a nod, which is kind of yeah, nice. A little, a, a little prequel flashback cameo. Yeah, it's not those two actors, but the characters get obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, what's uh, Vince? I could give a fuck about <laughs> like, I do I do look how they tie him back in later in the franchise though yeah I mean he was still a chode oh no he's definitely know? still a chode yeah <laughs> I mean I'm not arguing that but you know he he does get a little bit of redemption in five like I find him less annoying in five than I did in one for sure but you needed the foil I agree. because because he you needed that if if you want to use your point blank analogy, you know who he is? He's Rosie with speaking parts. 
Rosie was um, Swayze's guy that ends up holding the girl at the end, and he's he pays right. peppered throughout the rest of the movie, but he never has yeah. any real speaking lines that I can re- maybe one, but that's one, it. A couple, like, yeah. Whereas Vince has a whole not a whole monologue or anything, but he'll he had you know he's a cop and you know all that stuff you know he's a goddamn cop man like yeah. he's fucking and he's uh, the one that gave him the I think he's the one that gave him the the gave Brian the nickname Buster like that's mm. that's where they keep calling him Buster you know which is now like a you know term of endearment you know every time Do- even when Paul Walker has passed Brian the character has not no. And, Dom, I think in F9 was like, so I was the buster. Yeah, like, you know, that's exactly and, what he says. Yeah, you know, so. Which is nice, you know, it's because, and, you know, yeah, okay, he fucking names his kid Brian. I mean, that, I actually, it's all these sweet. You know what, honestly, as much as I do like that, I think there was a better way to do it if they really wanted to do it. They should have named the kid Paul. Uh, I think Brian, Brian ties it back to the real, to the, to the character too much. Paul ties it back to the real person who passed away. I'm not I'm not bitching. I'm just saying in my opinion they should have named the kid Paul. You know. They should call him Buster as a fucking nickname. Just a really Well fucking, he does call him they, Little B, so I mean you could go either way with that. So you know I, I think if they called it Paul it would have been too much of like bending realities, even though this franchise does enough of that as it is. Yeah. You know, but, I think I think calling him Brian is 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 nice enough. Fair I, enough. I mean I'm not the fact that the I mean Ignore the fact that what's her name, Elena, was pregnant, is is ridiculous on itself. Why? Uh, at one point, she gets launched out of a window, and the rock like catches her, and then crashes on a the car. There is no possibility that she would have still been pregnant. I, you Never don't know that. Happen. No, you don't know that. You don't know that. It, uh, the likelihood is incredibly. I, strong. I, I, you don't know that. I don't know that. Neither of us are medical experts when it comes to that. I have no I I can find that to be... If she was seven months pregnant at that point, yes, I would agree with you. But if this was, like, within months of the end of uh, six, which it is, it's within 30 to 60 days to the end of six, I'm, I'm on board. Like... I- yeah, I, I find look, I because I've been in situations where I've had pregnancy in my life, I've had to look this shit up. And I know pregnancy is a very fragile situation. It depends on the woman's age. It depends on their health. It depends sure. on all and sorts the, of things. The other thing that could have been happening is is we might have the time frame wrong, because if the time is based on how old the kid is when when you see him for the first time in eight in Fate mm-hmm. of the Furious. And the time frame it takes to have a child, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's plausible that she had the kid before we ever see her go out the window. And that is post-delivery of that child. Because that kid's almost two in that, in eight. He's, or he, he's definitely older no, than one. No, he's a baby. In, in, he's, a, he's definitely a baby in eight. So he's, he's... at least one. But he's not, yeah. he's not, so even then, if you do the math, that's, <coughs> that she could have delivered in a year later is when Fate it, of the Furious takes place. It, it's, I'll buy that. But if her character was supposed to be pregnant and she gets, because that's like a four story fucking fall. Right. But it's not know, like she hit the ground. Car. No, she, she, she lands on the rock. The rock lands on the car. 
and he gets a fucking broken arm. Go fuck yourself. No, he, he should a... have been dead. Well, I mean. Oh, my favorite part is that he has a cast, and he's like, "I got to go back to work," and he flexes and b- destroys the cast by on flexing a, on a plexi on a plaster class that cast. That's certainly possible, not on the it, fiberglass class that they usually use. So, but he wouldn't have a healed arm after a couple days. Oh no, well he didn't. He's, you saw he took a fucking handful of Vicodin. Yeah, and then he just kind of stretches his arm, and you hear crack, crack, crack. Oh, that means he's healed. It's all good. No, I, no. I, I, I didn't take it that way. I took it as he's in some pain, but the adrenaline and the Vicodin were were overpowering that. It's 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 very conceivable that when that night ends, he drops in some pain. So, I I, I, I think I think they're just expecting us to be like, look, the Rock is clearly a superhuman. That's what super Samoans are. They're just superhuman. <laughs> So, so to wrap up one, like I just like the whole dynamic of the whole thing. Yeah. I like, I like it from front to back. I just like the way it goes. I like the fact that he lets Dom go at the end. You know, I like, like that it's a, more or less is a simple story. It's a simple plot. It's a, it, it it's fine. The the uh, the high speed less about the races. The races are exciting, but the 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 robbery they do on the truck is is pretty impressive. Yeah. You know, it's because they had a low ass budget. They had to fucking be careful. Like a la speed with Keanu. Like there was an actor jumping on a fucking thing. Like they just had to do that. Yeah. And then, then they, you know, make it's really just kind of amazing where it's like, if you look at the first one and then you go to the last one, you're like, Holy shit, what the fuck happened to this franchise? Well, it really is. It's, it's, it's I want to talk about that last drag race and one real quick before we, before we move on, because I know mm-hmm. we have a lot of stuff to get to, but that first, that, that last race, just for the audience, I, the thing that I found really intriguing about that race, cause you have to understand you obviously, and the audience obviously knows I'm a fan of this franchise. So like when, oh, yeah. when, when there's like super extended edition bonus content, editions i'm usually bought them you know what i mean like so Mm -hmm. i have like i have all the 10 films plus like three or four bonus discs worth of just content you know about stuff and so one of the things they flipped that charger that charger hitting that truck happened that's Mm -hmm. not any cgi they shot that on 10 cameras at the same time, like in yeah. 10 different places. And they, now it wasn't Vin Diesel in the car. They definitely had a stunt driver, but right. you know, they did flip that charger off the front end of a Mack truck, yeah. you know, and if nothing else, Rico, cause I know you always appreciate practical over CGI. Oh, yeah. You got to give them that for flipping I that car do. like that. I so. absolutely do. I 100% appreciate a good practical effect. You know, I, w- when it comes to like cars exploding and, and, and high speed chases, I I am one of those kind of like, I wouldn't go as far as say, I think the seventies did it better because I think the seventies when they're doing all the, the car explosion race movies, like, mm. like death race, the original, right. right. Um, it, it, it be, in itself became a genre that was becoming a little bit exploitation. And it was, and I'm not a big exploitation of sure. genre fan. Sure, sure. Um, that, but I do appreciate the effort, and I respect the film more when it's a real motherfucker inside a car that just got, you know, blown to bits. Yeah. Because you know, like now you could clearly you could fucking 
digitally alter an actor to look like an actor and, and just be like, all right. And most of the race scenes when you see, and going all the way back to one, when you see close-ups of, of Vin or Paul Walker or any of the other drivers, it is green screen. It's a car on a set with mm-hmm. green screen around the windows or near the windows so that they can put the the backgrounds behind them. So, you know. That being said, I know Vin Diesel and Paul Walker were both avid gearheads and loved yes. fucking driving. and Right, but I, I believe the argument that I, I heard was that to get the shots they need and get them cleanly, they had to do it that way, despite the fact that they yeah. probably could have driven some of the stuff themselves. Yeah. You know, so... um. But that's that's it. And then, you know, Brian gives up his badge and he's like, um, I'm going to give you your car, you know. But then he goes on the run and there's there's actually a very there's a 20 minute short that was made mm-hmm. that I recommended you watch. I'm guessing you did not. I tried to find everything like I found the Los Bandoleros video. OK, and well, we'll talk about it that was, when we get there. It was super grainy quality. So I, it I, is. So I but of, it, it is by design. Like it's it's not as clear as the movie. Neither of them are. Oh, I thought it was just a really shitty fucking copy on YouTube. So, uh, I mean, it might that also might have been the case, but it, it is a grainier shot section than mm. than the rest of the films. Um for both of them, for that matter, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but see, and then what the 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 pre the turbocharge, which is what they call the pre the thing between one and two, is just Brian's journey from L.A. to Miami. How right. how how he gets there, how he gets the sky. The most important part to that whole sequence is how he gets the skyline. Okay, because you see him by the skyline. I mean, is that super relevant? If, though? You're, like, if you're a car person, and then they do sure. reference the fact that he drives a skyline, and that actually kind of becomes a thing through the rest of the franchise, him having this affinity for specifically skylines. Like he drives. Is other the skyline cars. the one he drives at the end of? Because the character shows up at the at the family lunch at the the rebuilding a, house, and that's nine. GT- right? At the end of nine, yeah, he'd show. The way they say there, there's one seat empty and he's always on his way and the car yeah. pulled it. It's actually a GTR, which is, a, I believe, a cousin to the Skyline. So they're both Nissans. Okay. Yeah. So, But he, he, he clearly has a, a fondness for them, just like... He, he has an affinity for, right, for the import. And that, and that you, go, you going back to your plot holes, and, that, and, and listen, Rico, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that this, this franchise is squeaky clean. I, I know it's not. But that's all I want. I, I, I basically just want you to say, like, look, I know these are not. But none of the, but see, here's the thing, right? None of these, and we've talked about this as a general topic before, none of these are meant to be like films. This is sit down, drink a beer, watch a. Come on, dude. This is not meant I to be. I would argue that the first one was at least an attempt. No. A no. modern day Point Break. Yeah, I think oh, they were that's trying not, to make Point Break's a... not a film either. It's a, it's a, listen, a film is Godfather. A film is Schindler's Point, List. A film. Point Break has a lot of fucking, like, reverence now. No, the re- re- reverence and still being a film are two different things altogether. People have a that's lot of reverence for the first Fast and the Furious. It still doesn't make it a film. And it's one I love. I, it's a movie I love, but it's not a film. I'm saying that it was, they were at least that was the biggest attempt at making a film as opposed to a flick. I would say four is closer to making a film, trying to make a film than one is. Yeah, 
ways. Four is going back to their roots, but go go your point. Well, well no. So you have Dom in that one. Dom's driving a, an RX-7, which is okay. a Mazda. It's the only time, and ultimately he drives the Charger at the end. We both, we all know this. We were just talking about talking about the drag race where they flip the thing, but mm-hmm. it's the only like he. The rest of the franchise, he gives he gives Brian a ton of shit about driving imports, mm-hmm. and every time he says it, as much as I love this franchise, I'm even like, motherfucker, do you remember you were driving a Mazda in the first film, like? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you know, but but you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's a, the point that I mean, yeah. There's that. That's a that's a hole that they never really closed the gap on. You know what I mean? It, yeah, it's out a little out of character, but you I know, so. I see the using Hondas for the robbery. See that I can at least wrap my brain around because you need the smaller, quicker vehicles to rob the truck. Correct. All, you know, so that I'm. But even then, that kind of gets shot to shit. At the beginning of um, five, when oh, or no, the other... or no, four, four. Excuse me, when they when they robbed the gas trucks, but right, you know. Um. All right. Two. So two. I listen. There's parts of two I really like, and there's parts of two that are very, very much forgettable. Um, mm-hmm. I like the introduction of Roman Pierce. I agree with you. By the time we're at currently in the franchise, they've taken him. They've swung him too far one direction. Agreed. Um, but at the time of, of Too Fast, Too Furious, I like the introduction of Roman Pierce. I think he's a good sure. character. Um, if you're going to replace Dom because Vin Diesel didn't want to do the second one at that point, you know, mm. you need something. And 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 Tyrese filling in in a in a someone that Brian's known his entire life. Right. Was an interesting way to do it, I think. Sure. You know. Uh, I think I, I'm very cu- confused as to why Eva Mendes didn't come back because she makes an appearance in a post-credit scene at the end of five. Does which, she? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know there was a post-credit scene. There's a okay. post-credit scene on most of them, but not after, I, from I, four on. So I did notice that there were times where I'm like, "Oh shit, there is a post-credit scene." Yeah, uh, but I guess I missed five. You know that so just to just to jump forward and we'll we'll get back to this. But you remember when uh, at the beginning of seven when Dom shows up with the pic or not Dom um, uh, Hobbs shows up to Dom's place with a picture of Letty and said taken a week ago. Yeah, she's Ava Mendez's character is the one that gives him the picture. She's like, you might want to see this, and hands it to Hobbs in his Why office. Is even- why is even meant? Oh, because she's uh, one of his agents. I that's a little unclear. I mean, she's got a badge, so I don't. And she was U.S. Customs, so they're both federal agents. So I don't right. know. I don't know how they get directly connected outside the fact that they're both federal agents. But she does. But it's show like, up. why would she care? Because she didn't know Letty. My guess is that more well because there's this whole like hunt. Eventually, becomes this huge manhunt for Dom and Mia and Brian. So I'm guessing more than just DSS is aware of the situation. So she sure. might be aware of of Dom and his whole crew at that point. I, I mean, yes, there's there's a bit of a gap there, but she and I think it was just I think there was maybe an intention to bring her back, and that was going to be the way to do it. But I don't know what what happened. Yeah. I wonder if she was going to be the Elena character before they changed it to a whole new character. Maybe. Which would have, if they if they went the route they were going to go, then that would have implied that she would have been 
the mother of little Brian. Well, if, if they were going to go the same route, if they were going to go the same route, which maybe may I'm, I'm going to go with, they probably wouldn't have gone that route if they used that character instead of Elena, because, but because Brian was in her. Well, not just because of Brian, but I think it doesn't play as well. You know what I mean? Like Elena being this, this, you know, having the husband that's been killed in duty. She joins the, for that whole backstory they built for Elena lines up very similarly to what Dom's been through in a very different way that there's no, they weren't cops and stuff, but that same loss of a partner and, and that whole thing, you know? Um, Um, and I guess you could have had it that, that she loses a, you know, if it was Ava, she could have lost somebody too, but I think it wouldn't have played as well. You know, that's, I think, you know, going, being, it was, it's very similar to like the, the, um, Tendewa Newton character in MI2 where she's like she's she's going undercover but that she's still got to sleep with the fucking right, target which right. which I'm really kind of like like I I admit it's a little double standard where it's like where a, a a spy agent is undercover he gets to fuck a woman like yeah perk of the job and then but when a woman does her like uh that's well, the, the, but we see the, the difference there is that when a spy agent does it, it's it's not it's not expected from the story perspective. It's expected from the audience because that's just a trope in spy films, right? Right. The story expected her to sleep with him, and that was the huge. Yeah. Di- that's the difference. She was sent in to sleep with him, not oh, well, yeah. while she's there, or she ended up fucking the guy. You know what I mean? It's like that's like very she, different. They're they're treating her less like an agent, more like a whore. And, and I'm I'm no, kind of I, over I, that listen. Trope. I told you I wasn't a fan of that either. We talked about that when we did that movie. So yeah, you know, yeah, no, I'm um, I'm glad you're on my. You're on my side of that. Yeah, no, no. I totally thought that was... Sending her her in as the coming back ex-girlfriend, I was okay with. But when they specifically reference her sleeping with him, that's where they pushed it too far for me. Yeah. Anyway, but... But they do that that in this film, too. Where it's like Eva Mendes... Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean... In Too Fast, Too Furious, it's implied that they're fucking... Right, it's implied they're fucking, but it's not... She wasn't sent in to sleep with him. She was undercover... And maybe took it too far herself. Took it too far. I mean, maybe. like it's it it's not implied she was sent under to sleep with him. It was implied she was sent in because she was good at her job. So right, not slight, good at other jobs. Right, that's what I'm saying. She right. was good at being undercover and being a, poli- a, a customs agent. You know, so I right. I get where you're going, but it's still very different than what they did to Naya in Mission Two. The I I will say that in a lot of these movies have like villains that are kind of like memorable and then some not. Oh, so he's one hundred percent forgettable. Like zero. I agree, but I absolutely agree. But that part with the it's the second one where they got the the rat and try to yes. burrow in. Yep, yep. That's that's pretty fucking badass, and I did not expect that for this movie. Okay. You know, just like that type of torture that's, scene, like because that's probably one of my least favorite parts. <laughs> Well, I don't blame you because you don't fucking like rats, but you well, know. I don't have a problem with. No, I mean, I, I mean, who? I don't even really likes rats, but I mean, I don't, have, I don't, I don't have an aversion to rats. It's not like a snake. If it was a snake, I would have been out, you know. So of course, yeah. But the really funny thing is that I've been um, in the middle of doing all my homework. I also was like, I'm gonna watch Peacemaker. So I've had a lot of John Cena on screen for oh, me. Oh, that Peacemaker, yeah. Uh, okay. It's not bad. You, it's it's because you didn't like the Suicide Squad, and I, I hated that character it. most of all. So. But he, I, I agree because he's a complete douchebag character. 
Um, but he, but the character grows and it's, it, it's de- very much a James Gunn project. Like, Oh, I knew that. Yeah. But yeah. we, we watched the suicide squad last night. Maxwell came over for dinner right? and he had never seen this. I was, so I like, I, I watched F nine last night. <laughs> so I went from like, I got a week. I'm watching like the random episodes of peacemaker. I watch the suicide squad. And then I'm like, all right, I got one more movie. I'm going to fucking fill it in. And it's like, oh, God damn it, John Cena, motherfucker. Well, if I had known, I would have warned you. I mean, so. Well, I think I had known. I think, like, you, like when the movie came out, I was like, oh, of course John Cena's going to be in this fucking movie. Like, whatever. We'll, we'll fucking get there. Um, I agree with you when it comes to Roman being. I liked his character more or less in Too Fast, Too Furious. After a while, it became a little grating, and because he had legitimate beef with Brian, I yeah, do appreciate yeah. his his um. Well, his anger. yes, yes, and no. He felt he had legitimate beef, but if you if you hear them tell the story, it really was all Roman's fault. And he actually comes to that realization by the end of the movie. Right, you know? he grows in that movie. He does not grow in the rest of the franchise. No, he, he is really, the one he, note. You know, I'm black. Why am I doing this shit? Hey, look at me. I'm good looking. Hey, you want to fuck me? And like, look, I drive. I don't know math. And then, I, I hey, like, I'm in space. I like candy. What? <laughs> yeah, I know that 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 um that was a hard pill to swallow. Um, I, I I will say the funniest fucking part of the of the character on a whole, the entire franchise, is where he's like basically the he's basically me, where he's just like, how the fuck have we survived all this shit? Like I don't have a scar on me. I don't have a scratch. Like we've been, we've gone through planes and tanks and submarines I, and shit. I really like him in two. Like I said, um, I really one of my he has one of my favorite. He has two of my favorite lines, and they're both from five actually. Because I think yeah. the character in five is not bad. Yeah, he's got that those moments, but compared compared to how he can how the character progresses from five on, where he makes his because he doesn't reappear until five. Okay. So, in six, seven, eight, nine, subsequently, he gets uh, infinitely more irritating to me. Yes. So, I and I have to agree with that, which is a shame because I like I I like, like I said I like the character when they introduce him, so I wish they had. That's why I done more with him, but treated him better is the way I, I guess you want to put it. But, but in five, when they're first going over the plan after they all get together in the warehouse or wherever they're meeting, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they talk about how they're robbing the the biggest investor in in Rio, and mm-hmm. Roman jumps in with you know a whole a bit of a soliloquy, and then he's he ends it with, you know. This is this this is that this is supposed to be business. It sounds personal and mixing and personal is not good business. I'm out and he walks away and then Dom goes. So what we're talking about here is a hundred million dollars and he goes, "We'll say what now?" <laughs> and turns back around and he goes, "You know, sometimes I be overreacting." And, and then and then in that same movie later when they're seeing that they're taking all the money to the police station, that's where they're like the money's being rerouted to. He goes, I ain't scared. I'm just letting you all know this shit's insane. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know. So it just it, those two lines are are funny. Look, do I, do I find him annoying? Absolutely. Does he have some of the funniest lines? Sure. Oh, without question. Yeah. But like, even in I oh, fuck, it's hard to keep track of this shit. I think it's F nine. He is like 
He's like, he think I'm scared? He's got like bullets coming out. He's like, you think I'm scared? And then like they start shooting a little close, like ah! And yeah, yeah, screaming. that's nine. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. they're turning Tyrese Gibson into fucking Chris Tucker. It was really a little, what bit, was a little bit, yeah, a little bit. I can't argue with that. Um, I I also like Tej. I do like Tej. I I liked him in two. I like him after two. Um, there's another I big plot. God, I don't buy his his fucking upgrade that they gave him basically I'm as with, the character i'm with you on the jujitsu or judo or whatever martial art he's doing there his his bruce lee impression yeah i'm okay with the tech i really sure. am i'm okay with the tech it, it's you know because even they even address it because they, they ask him how did you know how do you know all this stuff he goes i had a life before i knew y'all y'all you know what I mean, right? So, but that's just that's just lazy writing. But you know. lazy writing or not, they at least address it. It's not, sure. you know, like so that I can kind of I can kind of buy, you know. But that's my, a great story for another time. Uh huh. Thanks, Masconata. Yeah. Right. Well, now there there is a major plot hole with Tej though, from two to five. Okay. That irks the crap out of me, and there's no way to, there's no way out of it. I mean, especially now because they're like four movies beyond where this happens. But even mm-hmm. if there was really no way out of it, you know, um, they're sitting around right before they're about to steal the money in five, and he goes, and and Roman's like, so what are y'all gonna do with your money? You know, basically. And I Tej, know exactly what you're about to tell me. Go ahead. And Tess is like, I'm gonna open up a garage where people won't get ripped off. And I'm like, motherfucker, didn't you already do that in Miami? Like, you had, it says Tej's garage on the building. <laughs> Not to mention, it's like, all you motherfuckers are going to go into hiding. You're going to start a business? Well, no, th- at that point, well, at that point, they didn't need to go into hiding. Like, the only building needed to be in hiding were were Brian, Mia, and Dom. Like, I don't know that Tej needed to be in, in hiding at that point. Uh, I'm pretty sure The Rock is also looking for him. I I I guess I I got the impression that he was only after Dom and the original three, Dom, Mia, and Brian. But I mean, uh, look, even, even The Rock was like, "I'm going to give you 24 hour, 24 hours head notice, like head start." Yeah. And then like the next film, he immediately knows where to find him. It's like you've had like you knew where to find him. No, but there's there's a chunk of time that passes. But you you there, there's you which know. is why he implies he's kind of always known. Only until like, oh, I gotta tell you about fucking uh, Letty. Yeah, uh, I, like, I, don't, I didn't. Like, I didn't take it that way, but sure, you know. The last movie, he's like, I, I'm, I'm gonna hunt you down, and then like the movie, the next movie starts, like, hey, I found you, but here. But it was, I, but it's a big chunk of time later. I mean, he's still, yeah, but they're, you're talking, he still you, committed crime, so he talking, still need to do his. You're talking at least a year later. Well, they're also in a country with no extradition, so it doesn't matter. Oh, that's Hobbs true. That is true. I forgot about that. That's true. So it doesn't matter that Hobbs finds them or not. That's it's, true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, I'll, I'll give you that. And 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 as much as he might think he is, Hobbs is not Batman. So I don't know. He may as well be fucking Batman. I mean, he, dude. I laughed so goddamn fucking hard. I don't remember which movie it was. They refer to him as like Samoan Thor. Oh yeah, that's uh I laughed so goddamn hard. That's six, yeah. That's yeah. six and then and they keep referring to him as like Batman. they call him Superman or something, uh or Batman. They keep throwing no, all these fucking I, they they no, stick they, with Hulk. They call oh, him Hulk. Hulk. Yeah, that's it. Hulk and Thor are the only two that they use. Yeah. I thought there was another one. I don't think so, of, yeah. All right, speaking of fucking Hulk, 
Can we talk about Bow Wow's fucking stupid ass car in Tokyo Drift? I actually dug it. A fucking Hulk mobile? Why not? Okay. Why would not? you how, would you own that? No, but I'm not a big Hulk guy, but I would have a Wolverine one. I would have one very similarly with, with two hands coming out of the door with the claws. Fuck yeah, dude. I'd have a Wolverine car like that. Sure. Uh, okay. All right. And where the Hulk's face is, have Wolverine sitting there screaming with the mask coming right up the, the, the you know, the, the uh, what the fuck, the, I can't think of the name of it, right? but the, the beat. What? No, no, but cow? the beam, not the cow, but the beams on the car where the windshield meets the, the door. Like, oh, that, yeah. one, like that's where the black parts of the, on the comic book, I'd have that going right up that part of the, the car. The, the wingtips, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, so, yeah, I'm not a Hulk guy, I'm with you. Or even if that had been an Iron Man car, think about that. If the front of that car looked like Iron Man, and when you open the trunk, it's like the lid pop. I, the I am pop. so not a gear guy, so, like, I wouldn't care. Like, as long as my well, see, car that, yeah, get... You don't care about that stuff. Like, like I have a sound system in my car inspired 1,000% from spending time watching the first film. That's fine. I yeah. I just, I think, like, you know, uh, fucking, what, what's, what's the expression? Uh, where, you, where you basically make your car look fucking as... as blinged up as possible is is it's just it's not my culture this, i i well i'm a, i'm kind of a cross like if you remember in two when they when the customs agents give brian and roman the two cars and it ends up being that's also an evo by the way the the, the green mm-hmm. car that brian's driving it's an evo six i think um yeah because they they did that with the evos in gen in general that you hate there's like evo one evo two evo three like they did that all the way down the line to like Okay. The 10, I think. I think the 10 was the last Evo they made. Um, and then Brian takes his spider, uh, and Roman takes his spider, which is the convertible. And Brian even makes the comment, like, yeah, that's fine. That's the one that's got too much chrome for me anyway. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with Brian there. I'd rather have powder-coated wheels over chrome any day of the week. But, you know, I, I, I want you to hear me coming before you see me coming. Like, that's where I'm at. Whereas, like, Roman, no, seriously. You know, engine, engine, and and music before you ever see the damn car. You know, you're not a you. You would not be a Prius driver, is what you're saying. Oh, I, I mean, at this point in my life, I would do it just because it's it's economically Efficient. smart. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, from a even then, I'd probably try to find a way to put some taillights on the thing or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't see many fucking uh, drag racer Prius as drivers. No, you know, no. Like... Well, see, and that's the thing. Like for me, for me, it's about the same because I, I, the only car I ever had that could have actually won a race was that Evo, and I actually planned on taking. There's a drag ra- There's a drag trip not far from here where you can on like the first Friday of the month you can take your. It does. You don't have to be like a professional. You can take your car over and put it up there. And I never just, got over there. I'm just imagining like that one idiot who like stumbles in. Like I'm, I'm making up a scenario where like someone's just like, "Oh, what are these? Oh, I heard these. You guys are racing over here." And he drives over with the Prius, and they're like, "All right, are you guys ready?" Uh, and they're off. What the the irony? <laughs> the irony in that now is that some of the electric cars now are really fucking like a Tesla. Of course, fucking. Move, man. But like, all right. So you I got get, Dom get, like revving yeah. his charge, like, <laughs> and then like, all right, you. 
Um, what they would have to do is they'd have to get a soundtrack of engines yeah, racing and yeah. blast it on the radio to fucking simulate. Oh yeah, I'm revving my engine. I am curious at some point in this franchise with there being ten and if there is future ones, if they are gonna go to an electric vehicle at some point. I would be curious to see if they're gonna do that. Because I don't know. I, I think I think they won't for the reason that you bring up and I don't disagree with is you need that sound, that that, that revving sound. But you know, I- I mean, if they do, they'll just call it Silent But Deadly, you know, Fast and Furious, Silent But Deadly, yeah. little Prius edition. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't um, be Priuses. I think it would be Teslas, but sure, yeah. Sh- oh, um, God, I, I do not want a cameo from Elon fucking Musk. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they would do that either. But anyway, so, so two though, like, you know, I, I, I like, like I said, I like Tej. I'm glad they brought Tej back. I'm glad mm-hmm. they brought Roman back. I, I wish we would have gotten more from Suki. And not because she's she's an attractive woman. I think it's I think she was actually I like that character. I did. I think they could have developed that yeah. character way better. Um the race at the beginning of that movie is one of the best races in the entire franchise. I love that fucking race. I can't disagree. The 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 um the race is is pretty fucking impressive. I'll I'll even go as far as to say I think the race in three is also pretty impressive. Oh yeah, like, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, which one? There's a couple, but the the main one where fucking Lucas fucking shut fucks Sean. up is that. Uh, oh, he where fucks he fucks up, up the car. car in the beginning, in the beginning, and of the movie? fucking DK Donkey Kong King or whatever the fuck his name is, Drift King is fucking drifting like a total fucking pro, and I, I, even I'm like, okay, that's pretty fucking impressive. It's oh, I don't give a fuck. I think this is the worst movie, but you know, drifting, drifting is genuinely an art form like i agree i will agree you it there's again i have like all the bonus edition shit you can find and like they actually got one of the best drifters in the world to film the drifting scenes like when you don't see the actors so when you just see the cars drifting around but mm-hmm. he also had to film the scenes where Sean's learning how to drift, and he said it was almost impossible to not do it correctly. Like, he struggled so hard to fuck up the drifting. I've heard, like, professional singers when they're, like, well, they'll they'll do a movie where, like, by the end of the film, they know how to sing. Right. But they have to... Not know how pre- to sing, yeah. And they do it, and they say it's actually harder to be a classically trained singer and sound like shit. Yeah. That because there is, it's like muscle memory. They're like, I can't fucking sound like shit. Like, you know, it's really difficult. So, you know, get the um, fuck off. I, for me, so Tokyo going on to Tokyo drift, cause I don't have really anything else to say on two at this point, but no nah. going on to Tokyo. The only, the only other thing I'll say about two, I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll end it with this is there's nothing ever made about, them taking the extra money at the end. Like, no. he's like, pockets ain't empty because we yeah. ain't hungry no more either. You know, and and they never opened the garage. Like, I don't care that they took the money. Fuck Barone. Like, I don't, and honestly, fuck that customs agent too because that guy was a prick for 90% of the movie. But, sure, you know, what, uh, but the, you could have at least referenced Brian saying, "Oh, we closed the garage, so I could go back to the. I could go to the FBI or Roman going. You left me to run the whole fucking thing, so you could go play cops and robbers, like something. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I uh, see. You said something earlier, like it seemed like they were going to end each movie without knowing they were going to make a sequel. Yeah, 
up until I would say four. Four, they were like, we're doing this reboot. Like, we're going to make a bunch now. And even then, four, they were like, we don't know. But it was like, the first three are borderline standalone. If they just made one, then that would have been fine. No, they made two, that would have been fine. They're retroactively tied together, for sure. They're they are retro- now. Yeah, that's what I mean. Retroactively tied yeah. together, yeah. yeah. Um, I loved Tokyo Drift, like... I, I tried to order, so first off, as stupid as this might sound to you, I have to thank you for this, because mm-hmm. not only because I know you didn't want to do it, but or that you weren't as wanting to do it as other things that I didn't done. put up a fight. I, no, I, uh... no, but I'm saying, it like you said, it's out of your zone. But the other yeah. thing that I want to thank you for is that I have not sat down and watched these like this. Since, like, six. Oh, okay. So, like, the order that you sent me. Well, right. I know. And I... And you have not sat down to watch it as a podcaster as opposed to just popcorn. Well, it's not even, it's not even as a podcaster. I've never sat down to watch. I never, like, I, I binged this in about a six-day window. Like, I was just... And on the first day that I did it, I watched one, two, and four. Because for the audience and all... I've been the, watching your tweets. Yeah, I, I, I'm aware. I Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was more for for fun for the audience. But yeah, uh, I will tell the audience, and I should have said this up front at the top, the order I sent this to Rico in, because if you want to watch this franchise, you should watch it in the chronological order of the stories, not the order in which it's released. And so for that purpose, you should watch it 1, 2, 4, 5, 6, 3, 7, 8, Hobbs and Shaw, 9. And you could even eliminate Hobbs and Shaw and not miss anything. I just think it's a fun piece in the middle. But if you're going to watch it, you want to watch it between eight and nine. That's where you really want to watch it. Sure. So, um, the, the point, and I have, so I haven't watched it like that, Rika. So I did one, two, and four in the first night. The second night I did five, and then I, and, and then, or five and six. And then mm-hmm. I did three, and then seven, eight. Like, I, 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 these were all pretty close together, and I've not sat down and done that with this franchise in quite some time. And I forgot how much I actually enjoyed. Like I, I couldn't get enough. I almost went back and watched one again after it was over, just because. I should have rewatched one. If I had more time, I would. I should have because I watched one like when a, we were two, three weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I was like, I'm prepping ahead, and I was still watching them at work. I think I watched the first one here with Steph, and then we she also was did like, the second. No. <laughs> no, she wasn't like no, but she was like she was more yes, like I was with the first one than she was with the other ones. The sure. other ones, honestly, like the the later films, especially, you really just have to like take out your brain, honestly. <laughs> Because it's, even if you like, if there were no plot holes, it's just. See, I, I genuinely thought when they turned, forget the spy portion of it, because to me, I don't ever see them as spies. I guess I know they're working for the agency. They hear me out, right? I, but I never saw them as, as spies. If any, at best, I saw them as mercs. Like they're hired, hired by because they're this crew that can get anything done, but they're not spies. You know, yes, they have the gadgetry because the agency hired them, but they're not. You know what I'm saying? Like that's. I mean, that's... I know what you're saying. I don't. I don't particularly agree. They're they're basically just a bunch of borns. 
Well, they no, just I, happen no. to know what the fuck they're doing. Oh, I, the skills that they have accumulated for just because the screenwriter deems it so is absolute. I mean, I don't want to say ludicrous again, but it's fucking pure insanity. Like I, I said this earlier, like Vin Diesel should not have been able to win a fight against uh, Shaw. It's I, just, it, I, I don't I still don't agree with you there, but that's beside the point. Just because you're big and you can drive fast doesn't mean you know how to take on someone who's a trained assassin. First off, I don't think he's a, an assassin. He's he's more of a, a best of black ops guy, which they are, literally call him the like the 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 deadliest assassin when they first introduced the character. I don't remember that. I'm not arguing with you, but I don't remember that. So I I mean, is a black ops guy who kind of goes rogue is that not a, an assassin? I mean, it it, be, it depends. It depends on his purpose for killing. Because it's anyway, I mean, Jesus that's... Christ, Deadpool was an assassin. <laughs> No, Deadpool's a merc. He's not an assassin. Right, but there are times where he's been sent off to do... Um, yeah. um Anyway, but getting back to them, so should we, we... We've only really talked through two. I know we've referenced Tokyo Drift a few times. Should we talk about these in the order I told you to watch them as opposed I was, to... I was thinking the same thing, actually. Okay, so we're going to skip Tokyo Drift for now and go to four. Which is uh, to be fair, I've already kind of said everything I really need to say about Tokyo Drift. Anyway, I, I have we, some we can double I, we can double back. Later. Yeah, I I would like to talk about it some more. Me my from my end, but yeah, that's fine. Um, okay. So now before I say what I'm about to say, I am going to agree with you. This is the laziest fucking title in the entire franchise. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I mean, it's still not the laziest, but they're all fucking lazy. But go ahead. No, this is the laziest one in the franchise to me. Because okay. you said it yourself when we were talking about it off off air. They just removed the thes from mm-hmm. the franchise and from the title, and it's fast. I I see it in terms of it being a re. Like you said, it's a kind of a reboot. So keep yeah, a similar title to the first one, but I yeah. The word for this now is requel, because that's that's yes. the real that's yeah. the that's the term, and it wasn't even. It wasn't even aware it was being a requel until now the word has been invented. Like, that's kind of the weirdest thing is that Fast and the Furious, like, did a thing and the word hadn't been invented for what they were doing. (laughs) Trendsetters, motherfucker, trendsetters. I guess so, but, like, because now that's the thing. We're like, a requel is, like, the new Scream. Yes. Or 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 the new Halloween's. I, I would argue the sui- the Suicide Squad is a requel. Is a requel. That's yeah. absolutely correct. Um, um, where basically the term soft reboot is now just a requel. Yes. So well, if depends, you have characters it, from an original and it's a continuation, but it's also trying to revitalize the franchise, that's a requel. I, th- I think I think a key to a requel versus a reboot is also having the same actor, at least that's one a, of the same actors. Not to know because I've seen same characters, different actors before, and that to me is a reboot. Flat when I met when I said characters, I I should have implied or said outright the same actress playing the same character. Okay, so, fair enough. Yeah, um, um, because you could if it, if it's just the same characters, but it's a reboot, then that's a remake. Right, okay. right. It, well, reboot and remake are pretty interchangeable, depending on you know how you want to you know. I uh, no, actually, I actually know the definition. Of this a remake is a actual remake of the original story, almost okay. to the team. Right, true. a reboot is the same characters and overall Re- the same story, but completely fucking Di- new direction and and different actors potentially rebooting. Yes, I agree. I I would agree with you. Like Star Wars: The Force Awakens is both a requel and a fucking reboot. <laughs> 
moving on. So um, is Jay and Saw Bob reboot. That is where that's see, he called it reboot, but in actuality, that is a requel for sure. Well, yeah, but I think, I think he, yeah, I, re- reboot plays better into the title. But anyway, does it though? Does it really? Better than requel. I don't know. They should, I mean, if they're going to go like Jay and Saw Bob strike back and then Jay and Saw Bob reboot, they should just call it Jay, like the return of Jay and Saw Bob. You know, so, going with the fucking so Star Fast Wars and the Furious. Fast and Furious. Um, oh yeah, let's go back to the other shitty titles. <laughs> there, there, there are parts of this movie I really, again, I really truly enjoy, and and this one's a little bit forgettable to me as well, right? Um, yeah, I, I, I think, in my opinion, it has the worst racing sequences in the entire franchise. Um, this is the the tunnel ones, basically. The tunnels, yep. The tunnel, the running drugs back and forth in New York from Mexico. Uh, the, the praise I can give for this film is that at least it goes, quote unquote, back to its roots, where it's not super spy kind of shit that comes later. They're not out racing a fucking submarine. Sure. They're not in space. It's sure. like this is the this is at least them being attempting to be realistic again. You know, right. like there are tunnels in Mexico. That's how they fucking, you know, sure. come across. So I do like that aspect. Yes, um, I mean the aspect is fine. It it just doesn't play well for me, you know. I'm I'm uh, kind of I have it sort of in the middle of my I, ranking. I had I have it towards the bottom, if I recall. Yeah, it's third from the bottom for me. But um, I also said like my ranking is really kind of like it's not cemented. It's really kind of like they're fluid. all kind of virtually the same for me. <laughs> there are things that I fucking loathe of each film, and there's parts where I'm parts where I'm like, all right, there's. That's fine. You uh, know, it's whatever. Well, so like one of the things and, and we've been we've been talking about plot hole, so I have to point this out. Mm-hmm. There's no real explanation why Brian's an FBI agent again. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. You know, like obviously his record's cleared because they mm-hmm. say that at the end of, of Too Fast, Too Furious. Your record's clear. We we were holding up to our end of the bargain, whatever. So he can be an agent if he wants to be again. There's no no harm in that. Remind me again, was he an agent in the first one or was he an no. LAPD cop? He was an LAPD cop. He wasn't even a detective, but the the implication was if they helped him take down whoever it was who ultimately ended up being Toretto, that right. they would get him his detective's badge. But the FBI I mean, can go right. He could have gone right to the FBI if Tom Barry's character, who Bilkins, I had to think about the name. If Bilkins had said, "Hey, we, I want to recruit this guy," he could have gone right from cop to FBI. There's not like a chain you have to go up. So yeah, but it's it's it is a just like a lot of the fucking plot points. It's kind of a leap of faith. Like, all right, Bride is just now a fucking FBI agent. Fuck you, accept it. It's like uh, okay. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I wish there had been a little bit of. I mean, they shot this thing, you know, between one and two, and they ultimately shoot the thing leading into this film or into mm-hmm. five. Into five. Sure. No, Los Bandoleros is into five. Goes into. Oh, okay. You know, um, so they shoot these two little mini things, and actually, just quick tidbit before I forget to say it later, Los Bandoleros was actually directed by Vin Diesel. Um, Mm. Uh, he hasn't directed anything in the movies beyond that, but he directed that. So, uh, okay. I, I, and, and that's more just an interesting tidbit to me. Not that it has any uh, uh, impact on anything in particular, sure. but um, I, I, 
I do like, you know, I hate that they killed Letty. I did hate that they killed Letty, although I, if they were going to kill somebody off, Letty was the one. Like, you know, I hate to say I, that, but. I, I didn't, I mean, I didn't hate they killed Letty. I hated more they brought her back. Not that I don't like the character. It's just I'm I'm so tired of these these tropes they constantly do. They kill off a character that's impactful, well, and they bring her back. The reason they killed her, though, is that Michelle Rodriguez had said, I'm done with these Fast and the Furious movies. Like, she, she didn't want to do it. And then she saw that this, you know, the requel, if we will, mm. did really well. And she was like, oh... I think I kind of went back into this thing, and then and they were like, "No, for five. And then I guess some kind of you know that then it gets into the behind the scenes negotiations that we don't get privy to, right. and and something got worked out, and you know, maybe culpas were probably set around the around the table, and they found a way to bring her back in. You know, I think she was also getting a, a slight research. Like, sure, career was going up and down. Like, let's really be honest michelle rodriguez has had a consistent career but it's th- these fast movies are her really are her bread and butter they really are for all the people in this in it with the exception of the rock i mean dwayne johnson and and statham and statham right for for the people on dom's crew we'll put it that for way. luke and hobbs they're uh sean hobbs they're really like no wonder they got their own fucking spinoff because they're like, we, we choose to do this, whereas we, you guys we don't can, have a choice. Yeah, we can carry this on our own. Yeah. yeah you know, I, I would, I listen, would I have loved at least a cameo in that film? And we'll get to the details when we get there, but would I have liked a cameo in that from somebody from that crew? Yeah, I would have liked that, but I don't, you know, I don't. I don't hate that it didn't happen, but I wouldn't have minded it either, is all I'm saying. Yeah, you it's, know? it's uh, it'll never happen. No, well, no, I'm saying... Right, you would have liked it. I get it, yeah. but... Um, um, but, but I, I, you know, I I liked that... I liked how they were able to get the story together. You know, in that, you know, it, it didn't... Until you get the until you get the reveal, it didn't make sense even to me, being a bigger fan of this franchise than, say, someone like you, why Letty would have been running for Braga. You know what I mean? Like, that didn't make any sense to me at all. It didn't make any sense to me either. It, it seems so out of character. And then it was like, oh, well, she's working with Brian. And then it's like, but why would she work with Brian? Because Brian was going to get Dom a pardon if they brought down Braga. That was like, apparently, a de- they say this. There was a deal in place that if, if she helped him get Braga down, or bring Braga down, then then he would have been able to get, Dom wouldn't have been able to come home and not had to serve at the to- any time or whatever. So true. I just I don't know. It, it feels no. like all this, all this, this whole family. All they have to do is just send each other a fucking text. Like this is what I'm doing. Just hang tight. I'm going to get you out. I'm going to get you pardoned. Well, no, but if you there's multiple times, even when when Mia calls to tell Dom that that Letty died, mm-hmm. you know, or or murdered as she puts it, you know, mm-hmm. even Dom's like, I told you not to call me. You know what I mean? Right. Like he—he's very much about like I don't want you tied to me so that you don't get brought down. You know, and you know th- this whole thing. Like what I don't like is when a character quote unquote dies. Even they even go to like see the body or pick up the body. Like well, they didn't the whole, do that with Letty. They didn't do that with Letty. But so how they so she's they should have just said we think she's dead. We don't know where the body is. 
No, because they put a body. If you know it, remember in six when they talk when when Brian goes back to America under an uh, an alias to confront Braga in prison. He said, "We I don't know who we buried, but we buried somebody." Right. So. It, it's presumed that it was a closed casket with something in it, whether it was a body or just stuff that made it or heavy they, to feel or, like it was, you know. Or so, they burnt it beyond recognition, which is... Whatever, right. So so someone... Which presumably yeah. they would have done for the same thing for Han, but even then... This but see, the difference between Han and... And I'm not justifying anything, but I'm just explaining. The difference between what happens with Han and what happens with Letty is that Hans was planned pretty much from the jump, right? With Letty, there was no plan to fake her death. They faked Hans' death from the be- like from the beginning. I still have a hard time believing that though. Oh, I, I I listen, I'm I'm not saying that I I am on board with the the explanation, but I'm saying right. that that Letty's was not a planned fake. It was an accident. Yeah, she yeah. yeah. He Phoenix ends up shooting the car instead of Letty, and that's how she survives. Which is dumb. Which is such a dumb thing to do as a character. Like, I'm going to shoot this person, so I'm going to shoot a car instead to make it maybe blow up. And it blows up. It ultimately doesn't work. Like, Well, no, the car blows up, but she doesn't die. Yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. He sucks at his job. No wonder he fucking didn't come back for another one. Well, he also he gets died. killed. Yeah, I was going to say he gets killed. Right, uh, so. yeah, he's such a... I, I, I absolutely fucking hate that character. Oh, I did too, uh, yeah. But I also just hated the fact that, like, I'm going to be creative in how I kill you. I'm going to shoot a fucking gas... Like, no, dude, shoot her in the fucking head. Well, right, and then the implication at the time in 4, just for the audience, is that he did shoot her in the head. They twisted For a long reality. time, yeah. They twisted the reality only in 7 when they bring her back to show that he didn't. So like that's not that's not on on the writing in 4. In 4 he did shoot her in the head, you know, or whatever. I would have so. I would have I would have much preferred that he actually did shoot her in the head, but you know, movie fucking it magic. It didn't kill her, it, yeah. It didn't kill her. It just gave her a fucking headache and also amnesia. Or the amnesia, if right. That's, if that's you're going to give her amnesia anyways, then have yeah. her get shot in the fucking head. I, I, Gas I, explosions, I don't think, cause fucking amnesia. A uh, bullet in the head will, though. Well, I mean, the head trauma from when she got thrown back could have. And I only say that because I'm actually watching, I'm, I'm, I don't know why, but I've been re-watching Unsolved Mysteries from like the late 80s, early 90s. Okay. And there was a story on there about a guy. He actually he was married. He was living, I I want to say in in Colorado, and he drove to to another state to do like for a business that he was running. Like he was driving his truck to do business. Mm-hmm. When he was in that other state, he got assaulted by random people, like mugged or whatever. They beat him up so bad that when he came to, he did not remember who the hell he was. And he actually ended up moving down to Miami and living a whole new life. And, wow. And, and it was a real thing. And when it, and his wife went on an unsolved mysteries to be like, hey, my husband disappeared, blah, 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 blah. And he they found wa- him in Miami. <laughs> and he watched himself and called. Like, he's the one that called in. He's like, that that's me. I don't remember anything she's talking about, but that's me. You know what I mean? So uh, that looks like me. It must be me. Yeah, right. And and so so head trauma. The point to that story is that head trauma can do it. So you know, theoretically, she got blown backwards, hits her head on a rock, a tree, or something, and potentially has the the memory loss. 
I agree with you. It would have played better if the the bullet. Because look, is it common? No, but you can survive a bullet to the head. It's actually happened Absolutely. in real life. So she. It depends been, on the caliber for sure. If you have a if you have a twenty two, I mean, it, it'll bounce sure. off your skull. Yeah. Right. So he. It looked like he had like a nine or Desert Eagle. So probably not so likely. But regardless, right. the the point being is that. Um, I'm with you. The shot to the head would have been a better way to do the amnesia playoff than, you know. You know what's funny is like, because you're right, for the entirety of four and five up until six, we are led to believe that she's dead. And until it made seven. Me, Seven's when she's... Up until seven, you're right. Yeah. Uh, but it made me, I thought of like, lyrics to go with like like a, like song lyrics like drove my chevy to my lady but my lady had oh, died Jesus Christ. um i i i did like at the beginning of that movie the introduction of han to the front to to outside of tokyo drift right um tying it because it ties back to the the last scene in and it's not post credit just the last scene in Tokyo Drift that you referenced earlier where where when when um when Sean Dom. rolls up to Dom he goes I didn't know Han was in the American Muscle and he goes he was when he ran with me you know it is kind of like I'm trying to imagine what like an audience like you who was watching this when these were coming out, presumably. Yeah. And then like, you're like watching for, and you're like, wait, wasn't Han, didn't Han die in the last fucking movie? What's going on? And then you would have to be like, oh, but wait, I guess that's, this is a prequel to that one. And yeah. You just had to kind of, yeah. So it's actually a pre-requel. If you think about it, a pre-requel. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's just a straight up prequel because it's still set years before. True. Because Tokyo Drift is, despite the fucking clearly 2004 cell phones, it's supposed to be set in like 2014. It's actually 2006 is when it, but yes, 2006 Whatever. is when the movie comes out. 2014 is where it would fit into the timeline if, yeah. And that shit's not 2014. No. I remember 2014. We had yes. better shit. Yes. We yes. had much better shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I, I, um, I, 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 the, the, the character of uh, Braga, I thought was intriguing. It's not a big reveal. No. I'm like, oh, it's obvious. He's the motherfucker. Actually, the first time I saw it, it was. I didn't, I didn't see that coming, honestly. But okay. I, I, well, tend I, to not, I, I, I tend to not see that shit. More than say you you tend. To I've seen that a stuff. lot of murder mysteries and like who done it. So it's like I'm kind. I think I'm kind of wired to be like who is really the killer, right? You know, right. yeah. I I I I well, and we've talked about this before. I I turn off. Like I I just sit yeah. down and watch the film. So like I don't try to figure. Out. I just let it play out in front of me. You know. Oh, I know you turn off, dude. You this whole you have turned me off this fucking franchise. Like, I I I. Did not I, I? I'm glad that you know. Just jumping around in the franchise as a whole for a minute, I'm glad that ultimately Dom ends up with somebody else, with the assumption that Letty's dead, not knowing that she's still alive when he ends up with Elena. Uh -huh. I was nervous that he would have ended up with Giselle. I'm glad that did not happen. Honestly, I, I, you know. I really enjoyed the relationship between Han and Giselle. So did I. Yeah. Um, I actually, I have to say, I enjoyed Gal Gadot in, in all these films. She was really good. 
Yeah, I think I think these films are a direct reason why she got one woman personally. Oh, for sure. It's also probably the main reason why she had to leave the franchise to continue being Wonder Woman. Yeah, I, I, that there in and of itself is a plot hole. Her death because because Shaw Owen Shaw because there's two Shaws now. So Owen Shaw. Owen Shaw, played by fucking Dracula Untold, dies very similarly to the way Giselle dies, and or or is thrown off the plane. And dies. yet, and yet, doesn't die. Whereas Giselle is 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 gone. So, um, um, yeah, which which I, makes makes me fearful that they're going to bring Giselle back at some point. It would not, based on their track record of like, <laughs> no. this guy's dead, and then seven sequels later, he's really not dead. Mister <laughs> Nobody just happened to be on the fucking track and said, yeah. "All right, Giselle, you work for me. Come on." What I really didn't like, what was out of character in my opinion, for Han, was his girlfriend died. So he joins the Yakuza, basically joins the Yakuza in, in Tokyo. No, that no. does not... He kind of does. He partners with DK, who's Yakuza who's, who's adjacent at best. But even still, it... It just doesn't seem like a thing that I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking, what would I do if my Israeli massage died? I think it has nothing died? to do with Giselle dying. I think it. I think. I think it goes back to. I mean, I hate to say this because I like Han the character a lot, and we'll talk about that when we get to Tokyo Drift. But right. Han's a criminal by nature. He, he he's a, he's a thief. He's a planner. He's he, by nature. Wait, just hear me out because I see you going. Give me a second, right? So it would expect it when he does go to Tokyo and he is now alone. Like, yes, I think if Giselle had lived, he would have walked away from the life. No question. Mm-hmm. But now that he's alone, Giselle's gone. It makes sense for him to get back into the life. And, and one of the lines he says to, Shane, to Sean, Sean in 3 in Tokyo Drift is that, you know, I, I got to work with him because if... If I don't, he gets all everything I I earn. Like a hundred, he says thirty percent of something is better than a hundred percent of nothing. I might have the percentages wrong, but right, right, right. But he says something to that effect, and so like it makes sense that he would pair up with DK. That's fine, but I also I I don't know. I I always kind of viewed Han and Giselle's relationship as like he fucking loved her. Oh no I'm doubt, look- yeah. And I don't really find it in his character to be like flirting with all the women and like racing for numbers. I don't buy that part. Um, yeah, I would yeah. have expected he would have been kind of a not a martyr, but like he's like he struck me as the type of guy who's like, I need to grieve. I it, really it, need to grieve. I, I, I can agree with you. I can. I can agree with you there. And that's that's a product of one of two things. One thing being real life, one thing being movie world, right? So real mm. life is it's a product of retroactively linking the movies together, right? Giselle, at the time, Giselle hadn't existed. So Correct. like they were right. just like, well, he's just a dude who likes to flirt. Exactly, right. So right. so retroact- so retroactively linking the movies together, that's a product of that, right? Also, though, to, to keep that continuity of retroactively linking together, it could very easily be I need to put up appearances when I'm in public. And and public and that all the places that he's doing that are fairly. They might it might have been the back room of a dance club, but there were still like thirty people in that room with him. It wasn't, you know, we don't know how he was when it was 
just him or maybe just him and Sean or in the twink. Like those girls weren't all when they were on the docks practicing drifting, there weren't like women hanging over Han. He was there. It was just him and, yeah, and Twinkie true. and 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 whatever. I I they never explain it, but I think I know why he gets that nickname. I'll explain that when we get there. Okay. I, I do think uh, I know why he gets that nickname. Um Anything else? So um, when did they introduce The Rock? Was that in four or five? Five. Okay. Five. Five when they're in Rio. Because that's, that's when, right. yeah. Um, but it just just finishing up four, I liked Han. I liked I, I, uh, the introduction of Han. I liked the fact that, I actually liked the fact that even though throughout the whole movie, you're, you're convinced that once Dom figures out who Braga is, he's, he's fucking dead. Mm-hmm. And he, he has that moment and he's like, no, I'm going to let Brian take you back. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that was the way to, I like it. Dom is a lot. And this happens a couple of times, especially early in the franchise, but I think it happens again, even later a little bit is it very much of that. I'm, I'm angry. And then redemption, like, it's like, you know what I mean? Like it, it's really what it is, you know? Um, he, I'm angry. I forgive you. I'm well, angry. I forgive well, you. I mean, yeah, he's very, he's very hot headed. Even going back to the first one, if you think about it, like he tells the story about how he beat the guy, and we see it in nine, but how he beat the guy with a socket wrench. I think the only difference is that I think that he ends up picking up a fucking um, plumber's yeah, wrench he, over a over a he, socket he, wrench. Yeah, he picks up the wrong wrench. But, the story he tells, I looked up the goose. They said it's the wrong wrench. Right, it's definitely the wrong. No, it's definitely the wrong wrench. But I, I mean, I, that that I can let slide. I mean, that I'm not, you know, on the on the list of things. But based on all the concussions that uh, Dom presumably should have gotten, I'll forgive him for not remembering what kind of wrench he used to beat well, someone. Well, he's not the only one that says socket wrench because um, fucking Buffalo Bill says it too. Uh, he does when he's talking to Brian. Yeah, he's like, he, he says socket wrench too. So it's a it's a it's a it's a goof in the that, in that's the a goof. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's I, a continuity. I was I was, I was trying to fucking I know give it I know. some salvage. Um, five five is my five. favorite, and and for a long time three was Tokyo Drift. Like if I if I had if I had pre ranked these, like if I was trying to go off memory, I would have gone three five. I really would have. You mean one, three, five? No, 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 no. One's not anywhere near the top of my list. Oh, uh, okay. One's in the middle of my list. If I, yeah, one is is fourth on my list. So, three, three for a long time was my favorite, and 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 until until five existed, it was probably three one. Again, I can guarantee it was three one for one two for me. You know? Um, I'm in agreement. I like five. I thought uh, it's. I, I I will stress this. I think The Rock helped this franchise. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I I can't I can't argue. I mean, Dom needed a foil. Dom needed somebody that he could stand next to, and it, and you would believe would be a challenge mm-hmm. to Dom. And who's and, a, who's who's big enough, you know? Right, exactly. And the, and The Rock and and Statham to a lesser extent because of the speed, right? But yeah, but. The Rock as a first true challenge to Dom, yeah, because because Braga's not, not no. at all, and, and neither was Phoenix. Like, you know, size wise, uh, but he wasn't as intimidating. Dom wasn't afraid of that guy at all. And I'm not saying he's afraid of Hobbs, but you know what I'm saying. Like, at least there's some there's some level of like I could fuck you up. You don't believe that with Phoenix. I don't. Right. Anyway, so. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I didn't mean. No, to... no, I, I, I agree. I was just saying I agree. Hey guys, CJ here. 
Uh, obviously, that doesn't sound like how an episode normally ends here, and that's because this is only part one. We are going to do a part two of our story. I know that this one seemed fast, but don't worry. Rico and I definitely get furious with each other in part two. Um, not really. It's not that bad, but we definitely don't see eye to eye. Surprise. <laughs> but yeah, no, we, um, we're putting out part two uh, in our very next episode, so I uh, hope you enjoyed this one, and uh, as you heard, we agree about uh, Hobbs. Uh, do we agree about anything else with the rest of the franchise? I guess you'll find out next time. Hey, motherfuckers, get ready for a long closing that us podcasters are obligated to do. I try to make this funny, so bear it all with me. If you're currently listening to this after an episode, then you already know how to find us. But if someone played this for you and you need directions, then you can listen to us on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your podcasts, or simply Google us. Please don't forget to rate and comment. Seriously, we're not just saying that because we want to. We need your acceptance. Also, we do it live. Fuck it. Sorry. What I mean to say is we show off our shenanigans every Friday on getvocal.com slash pod askew. That is vocal spelled V-O-K-L. This is a way for our fans and friends and family to interact with us and occasionally offer to pay for therapy. Catch these interventions at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time which is 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Do the math if you're not in either of those time zones. Also, if you happen to like us individually, I do a live reading of books called Rico's Reads. This means I take a look and read a book. Currently, I'm waiting for LeVar Burton to sue my literate ass, but I add funny voices and say fuck a lot. So it's not true plagiarism. So let me tuck your ass in on Thursdays on GetVocal.com at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And for you West Coast dudes, that means 4 p.m. If you want to agree with or yell at us, especially CJ, follow him and me and the show on Twitter. The show is at Podeskew, I am at Rance Rico, and CJ is at M underscore Blade. Clearly, he put more thought into his username than I. We want to thank Logo Mike for our logo. That's why we call him Logo Mike. The dude is our very own Michelangelo. If you want or need some good art, hit him up at LogoMike80 at gmail.com. That's LogoMike80 at gmail.com. We got to give a big sloppy thank you to Samuel Lemons for all the original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons and his music on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com slash Samuel dash Lemons. When life gives you Sam Lemons, you better pucker up. And fucking finally, and most important, we have to thank all of you. Well, we don't have to. We want to. It really does mean a lot to CJ and I. You guys have prioritized your time listening to us. We really, really appreciate it. Hang tight for the post-credit. Damn it. I need a smoke. Streets closed, pizza boy. Find another way home. Damn it. Thank you.